I um I'll say that I'll mention that before this episode, I had to pee, and I I was tempted to try to just get through it as quickly as possible by just trying to hold it in. Hayden stopped me because she said I'd get a UTI. You so. will. I know. So thank you, everybody. Everybody, practice good urinary health in these trying times. He when you gotta. That's my note for this episode. All right, welcome everybody to uh, the COVID nineteen edition of Titanomach. Hopefully, it's over by the time we put out this episode. <laughs> that would be nice. God, what a great day that would be! Imagine, imagine for a moment, we put out this episode, and then that's the day that COVID is cleared. That would be spectacular. Be a but that would suggest miracle. that this this episode is going to come out like months from now. <laughs> yep. Uh, I'm Brad. I'm Hayden. And uh, in case you're, this is the first tape you're finding <laughs> in so the sorry. audio logs after the apocalypse, uh, this is Titanomaki, the show where we talk about DC's Titans. I'm turning off all my ringers, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm Hayden. <laughs> <laughs> I already said that. Uh, yeah, no, I'm sorry if this is what is left after the apocalypse of COVID-19. <laughs> Not even a TV show, a review of a TV show. Oh my god. They're, like, nothing else is left. Everything is gone except for the Titanomaki podcast. It, it's um, I forget the name of that uh that ship that they sent out into space. Uh, it was it might be might have been the Explorer or I don't something like know. that. I know nothing about space, man. Okay, there there was a ship that they sent out into space where they had like I don't know some fucking classical music records and like the paintings of Leonardo da Vinci or some shit. Like the basically the records of what mankind is for aliens. Imagine that we're we're what gets sent out. Oh, God. Like, our podcast is the last remaining vestige of humanity. What a humiliation that would be. Uh, you know, actually, I think it would sum up humanity pretty well. Like, we're just bitching about things, and that's all humans do. So I feel like it would sum it up pretty well, actually. What, cre- creating things that fuck us over and then complaining about Yes! I guess, I guess, in a way, Titans is an extended metaphor where there are these pre-existing ideas that came out pretty good. And then someone with a lot of money can totally misconstrues them in a way that uh, induces violence in a hollow gesture to try to get more money. And then people are upset about it, but can't do anything. Yep. So. All right, everybody. That's it. That's the uh, that's the full <laughs> literary reading of Titans. Well, that uh, was the end of the Titanomaki podcast. We finally said what we needed to say. So uh, for those of you not in the know, we're on episode nine. Uh, I hope you've been following along. If not. I don't know why you're listening to this, but uh, you probably already turned it off because we're already babbling. Yeah, it's probably, you, um, you know what, you're either listening because you enjoy this show or you're our friends and feel obligated. That's true. There's like... Actually, uh, I don't think any of our friends listen to this. Actually, yeah, that's absolutely true. None of our friends have listened to it. Nope. Uh, I'm pretty sure all of them have said, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get around to it. <laughs> Whatever. Nope. It's fine. We, we make this for ourselves. This is really just a weekend, bitch. Yeah, uh, when when we both have dementia at like age eighty, we'll listen to this to try to remember what our what our twenties were like. Yeah. Um. All right, so Titans. Uh, last episode, uh, we ended on Richie Grayson and Donna Troy, who is Wonder Girl, the only good character in this show. Uh, driving up to Rachel's house, um, while Rachel is just after restoring Starfire's memories, she's getting choked out by Starfire. Uh, what we just watched in episode nine has absolutely nothing to do with that. Yeah. It's a needless backstory episode because that's what we need. Yeah. It's actually a backstory on, uh, Hank and Dawn, otherwise known as Hawk and Dove from episode two. And three, Uh, (laughs) kind of. Yeah. Um, so, uh, some pre-watch notes are that this is a very strange place to put this episode. Yeah. Like, I kind of got what they were doing, like, later on with the hospital shit, but that could have been done without a full episode. Yes, absolutely. And I we'll just, get into I that. don't, I don't think it's necessary in general. Like, bringing back these characters, I feel like, is a mistake. It is. But this show is also a mistake, so. That's true. There are a lot of, there are a lot of mistakes here. Um, yeah. 
Uh, Hayden, what, one thing I did not know, Hayden has been day drinking while watching these episodes. You make that sound like I've been drunk the entire time. <laughs> no. I mean, like, I've had, like, a little, sometimes, not even day drinking, because we usually watch the show in the evenings, oh, so true, fuck yeah. you, for one. That's fine. It's after five o'clock somewhere, so it's fine. No, I, I assume that you would just have, like have a little glass or something. I'm not assuming that you go like, all right, I got pregame Titans, and then you just drink like three <laughs> it's bottles. The only way I can in. handle this fucking show, man. No, I, like I'll have a little, little, little nip of wine here and there during the watching the show. It just uh, you... takes the edge off, and I have. I'm like I've said it would be better while high. I've never been high, but I do have weed chocolate. Yeah. So uh, that yes. does help. <laughs> um, you should. Uh, I listen. Um, I'm going to plug another completely unrelated podcast on here Do that it. I like called Drunken Philosophy, where uh, uh, two guys who are like comedy writers uh, drink a lot and talk about specific philosophical movements or writers uh, from a time period. It's really funny. It's really dope. Go check that out. But they have a segment where they, um, at the beginning of every episode, they tell the audience what they were drinking. Uh, Hayden, do you do you want to like tell tell the audience after every episode what you were drinking while watching the previous episode? I don't think I was drinking during watching this episode, was I? Okay, I I, I don't remember. I remember I, you I, telling knowing me. me I was probably drinking wine of some kind. That's my that's my drink of choice. I spent a month in Italy, and now I'm like, so wine with dinner always. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, maybe for season two, keep track of like what wine you're drinking while you're watching this terrible show. You know what? I should do that. That would make this way more interesting. There you go. Uh, anything is more interesting than that. I watched this episode with a mild headache. So I was oh, like... Oh, yeah, no, you were, like, in pain the entire episode. Yeah, it, it was appropriate. I, I'd say I mean, it was uh, thematically appropriate for our subject matter today. I mean, it's, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Physical pain to accompany the emotional pain. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> We're right, dying on it... the inside. We're almost oh, through. Yeah. We're almost there. We're almost there. Through the first season. We we got to get through two. And then, oh, God, they're they're probably going to come out with a, a season three. Uh, hopefully COVID delays that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I hope a plague sweeps the show from existence. God, you have any idea how happy I would be? But you know what? We're all inside. We're all binge watching Netflix for the most part. I mean, I've been binge playing Animal Crossing because it is the shit. Fair. Also, send me your friend code. Um, Jess was so happy that she got Animal Crossing. I do not have Animal Crossing, but Jess just got it and she was so relieved. Uh, tell my wife to send me her friend code. I will. I will bring you. Well, I can't bring you down after this because she's still going to be working, but I will tell her to send you her friend code. I'll just post it in the Skype chat because we're old and still use Skype. But anyway... Yep. <laughs> Back to Titans. Back to Titans. So, any other any other tangents or notes? Nope. Uh, before Let's we start just talking talk about, about the this shitty episode. All right. Um. So as I told you, nothing that we're about to talk about really has anything to do with uh what we saw in the last episode. Nope. Um. Though it is worth noting, uh, the last time we left Hawk and Dove, Hank was just getting plastered you know in the hospital while uh dove is in a coma because that's what we do yeah she was thrown through her bird coop by the nuclear family whose heads have exploded as of i think episode i want to say five i shouldn't laugh about someone getting thrown through a bird coop but just that sentence is so inherently ridiculous oh yeah no it's it, it seemed like they were trying to go for some sort of symbolism but i don't know what the fuck it just it I don't know stupid. Um, <laughs> uh, she has been in a coma, and Hank has been drinking, and it's a very odd sort of framing for the episode because it's implied that uh Hank and Don are going through their memories in chronological order, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> so as to be conveniently you know accessible for an audience to view their flashback. Um, it's, it's a little weird on that. Cause that's when you like flash back together, cause you're such a power couple. Yeah. So fucking in tune. I know, um, right? So, so let's, let's just, let's go with what's going on on the outside. Uh, so outside, Hank's sitting in the hospital, falling asleep, 
while Don's in a coma. He goes and gets like a bottle of something. It may be it may have been like a painkiller or a drug or something because you know they're they're all fucked up or whatever. Yeah, fight people. Um, and then he like falls back asleep, and then they wake up, and Don's like, "We have to find Jason Todd." That's what's actually happening in the episode. Yeah. Like, to go along with what happened in episode 8. So, uh, that's not the whole episode. That's, like, the beginning, the middle, and the end. Uh, there's, like, one-minute segments of that. Um, what it actually is, is um, a far more, uh, I want to say self-contained, but it's kind of not self-contained, uh, flashback sequence about Hawk and Dove. And the framing really starts with Hawk. We only get arguably not that much of Dove. We get a tiny little bit of Dove. Uh, the show does not seem as interested in really discussing. Because she's a her. woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, I regret yeah. none of what I just said. Do continue. No, you're fine. Uh, I, I just had a little something in the back of my throat. So, Dove is not the first dove. That is what we find out in the first couple minutes. The first dove to Hank's hawk was his brother, who is black? Yeah. I don't know if he has, like, two separate dads. They may have said it at some point. No, they had uh, two dads and then one mom. Yes, okay. So he's his half-brother. His half-brother, Donnie. Um, uh, And his name being Donnie is way too on the nose. Yeah. Hawk and Dove, and then Don, Donnie, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's, uh, it's bad. Coincidence, um, but not. So we, we get, uh, at the beginning, um, basically the, uh, the broad strokes of this is Hank was a football player, Donnie wanted to be a football player, but couldn't be because he was a nerd, uh, Donnie felt a little ostracized by it, but stepped next to his brother, like, wanted to stay by him, uh, Hank gets molested by his football coach. Uh, they grow up, Hank starts getting, like, brain injuries and gets all fucked up from football. Uh, he and Donnie get suspended after getting a, yeah, getting in a fight at a library for school. Uh, then they start deciding to dress up in costumes and beat up child molesters. Or accused child molesters. Um, uh, meanwhile, Dawn grew up as a dancer, like a professional ballet dancer. Yeah. And then her parents were well her mom was like this really subdued lady and her little sister who maybe matters at some point in another season we don't fucking know we never even see her it doesn't matter as much as hank um she uh had an abusive dad who's abusive to her mom uh but none of that matters because as soon as hank and dawn meet while these circumstances line up a car shows up crashes and kills simultaneously donnie and uh Don's mom. Yeah. It's like very, very, very sudden. It's so serendipitous and and it's ridiculous. Also, I'm like, I kind of zoned out for like 0.2 seconds. Uh, Did you mention that um, Donnie was being molested by the uh, football coach? No, Hank was being molested. Not Hank, but Donnie was about to and then Hank was like, I'm going to fucking save you. I, I was going to get to that because I'm just going through broad strokes. Oh, okay, quick. cool. I was like, you are blazing through this, my dude. No, yeah. I'm I'm trying to get through this so that we can hone in on, like, specific scenes because there, right. are, there are some batshit insane scenes. I mean, um, true. Um. So uh, then time passes. Hank and Don are, like, going to, like, group therapy, which, cool, fair enough. That's, like, the first showing of, like, what you should do in these situations. Uh, then... Don and Hank are, like, flirting at his house, and he's chilling out. I don't know how he has a house or money. Um, anyway. Uh, rich people not knowing how poor people live in the United States. Um, so, uh, they're flirting and hanging out, and then they watch something, and then they're about to do the do. And then Don finds Hank's superhero costume, which is just, like, a, a sort of shitty, basic leather costume. And uh, the way that Hank reacts is, like, she just found, like, you know, his serial killer equipment. Which, yeah. I mean, it kind of is. It is kind of a serial killer equipment. A little bit. A little bit. Um, so, uh, Dawn somehow finds out that Hank was molested by his childhood football coach. 
goes to the football coach's house and tells him, like the football coach, you gotta admit what you did. Uh, a struggle ensues. Hank shows up. They beat the football coach, presumably to death. Uh, they then go home. Fuck. Uh, that's not me not remembering by saying fuck. They fuck. Um, and then Dawn's like, nah, we can't do a relationship. This is all fucked up. And then she's about to leave and then cut to the present or she looks at a mirror and there's Rachel's face saying, oh, you got to contact Jason Todd. So then, uh, basically end of episode. Um, so that's, that's the backstory. So, uh, let's zoom in a little bit on, on some of these scenes. So, Hayden, uh-huh. you talked about the scene where Donnie and Hank are in that locker room. Yeah. Right? So this is when they're, I don't know, like 10, 9, whatever. I'd say they're, they're probably like, around like 9-ish, 9 and 10, somewhere around there. Pretty much yeah. uh, after practice or some shit. Um, well, even during the practice, like the coach is like eyeing Donnie or Hank or something. I don't yeah. remember the specifics it doesn't really matter uh basically this guy's a kid this guy's a kid fucker pedophile whatever and uh yeah after the practice hank goes into the locker room and finds um the coach talking to his little brother donnie about showing him the weight room or something (laughs) yes it was distinctly coach is gonna show me the weight room coach is gonna show me the weight room which is red flags insert kill bill sirens here but yeah. um it is a painfully long scene it too. is a ridiculously long scene like come on guys like be be willing to cut your own scripts i know it's hard but come on anyway because like, he's like donnie <laughs> hank who has clearly been molested before is like donnie you don't want to go in there and donnie's like yeah i want to go in there and the coach is like yeah he wants to go in there and then they do that back and forth like four or five times yeah but yeah basically um is it like Hank agrees to go in instead? I don't fucking remember. Yeah, he makes he makes Donnie go home because he's like, you're weak. You can't be in the weight room. To tell him on the sly that, you know... Um, he's going to try to fuck you. Get out of here. Yeah, uh, Donnie doesn't understand at first. Um, well, yeah, because he, he basically is like, like, you're never going to play football. Blah, blah, blah. You'll never be stronger than me. Blah. Yeah, um... Basically, the the implied threat here, outside of just having an adult man ready to molest these kids and potentially kill them, I guess, to silence them, uh, the implied threat from good old coach whatever the fuck is that he's gonna report them and then get them kicked out of the school. I guess, uh, yeah. Because I guess it's like a rich kid's school. I don't fucking know. I think so, anyway. Yeah, anyway, they, um, they're, they're on a scholarship. Yeah, it's like fucking nine-year-olds. Um, I mean, the American education system is bad, but anyway, the, the point is that it's it's very convoluted to get around to the idea that this guy's molesting uh, Hank. But yeah. Um. So then, so then I wanna I wanna mention that um, the scene where like they they go pretty hard on the idea that like Hank has had like so many concussions that he's like gonna die if he keeps it up. Yeah. And this was supposed to be, like, presumably, like, 10, 20 years ago. Uh, How's he not dead? Honestly, I think they were, like, what they were doing poorly, obviously. But what they were doing is, uh, it's like, if you keep doing what you're doing, you've had a bunch of concussions and you keep drinking on top of it, you are going to die. Yeah, but I imagine, like, superhero shit, like, he's probably had more than a few concussions. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but, you know. And he's been, he's been hard drinking very clearly since then, too, based on episode two. Well, you know, the people Sometimes here writing this show things. are clearly not medical professionals. This is true. Because um, he's, like, fi- the, the thing that incites all of this is that he's, like, hanging out at a party and, uh donnie's like yo you should go see a doctor and he's like nah and then he like straight up passes out and then they list off all the uh symptoms of a concussion and he basically acknowledges having all of them yeah um and then they take about the team and he's so fucking mad uh so what happens is they they're talking about this at the library like hank's all mad at donnie for um 
<laughs> this is, I think, the most egregious scene in the episode, just to be like, we have to have a fight scene. Um, So they're at the library, and Hank's like, Donnie, how can you tell them that I have a concussion? Donnie's like, you're my brother, I care about you. And the guy comes up to Hank, because Hank's like starting to yell, and he's like, this is a library, please be quiet. And he punches the guy. Oh, Hank, yeah, like, punches shit. the guy out. And He's then, for whatever reason, so, like, in real life, you expect, like, everyone to be like, what the fuck? And then, like, maybe a security guard to be like, alright, you gotta, you, you gotta step away, sir. Instead, like, six people come up to, like, try and, like, kung fu fight him. I'm like, damn, book nerds have gotten swole. And then, like, Donnie's also fucking fighting them. Yeah, like, I don't, in what universe do you see someone get punched in a library and go, yeah, I'm gonna get in there and get in on that. <laughs> it's so baffling. <laughs> oh, so yeah, they, they have a, uh, they have a good old barroom brawl at the library. <laughs> it's like a bar fight in a library. It's great. Oh, God, it's, it's, it's Titans. It's, it's 100% Titans, Titans. Uh, so then they're, so then they talk to the principal and the principal's like, you can't, you can't do that. Like, you, you don't, don't do that. And then Donnie, Donnie's mad at the principal because he's like, you have used up my brother. Um, so let's, let's back up. Let's uh, rewind here. So, uh, as I mentioned, Hank had a concussion, but he deliberately was refusing to get medical treatment. He did not want to be screened because he was like, it'll interfere with the uh, the season. So it doesn't seem as though Hank is going to get kicked out of school for not playing football. So that's not what's at fault here. That's not what's in danger. Um, At the very least, they don't seem to say that that's the issue. Uh, So I guess he's mad that Hank got concussed playing football. Um, But Hank chose to do that. And, like, institutional anger, like, being angry at an institution for, like, putting a kid in that situation and maybe not having yeah. the precautions necessary or, like, forcing medical treatment on him. That's something to be said. But Hank fucked himself over. And then immediately whenever it was shown, like, oh, he has a concussion, they were like, well, then he can't play. He's medically ineligible. Like, they did everything responsible. This is this is sort of a recurring theme, I think, in Titans as well, where, like, it's like Starfire beating up the cops or, like, Jason beating up the cops. It's like, I... These are our protagonists, and yeah. I think that there's supposed to be, like, an anti-authoritarian strain in there, but, like, you, universities and, like, the police have obvious flaws in how they run, but this show doesn't work with that. Like, the police are shown to be a benign or otherwise benevolent presence. There's no criticism of, like, police brutality or anything like that, or police corruption. The university, like, the school that they go to, doesn't seem to have any issue with Hank needing to take off because of his medical injury. They seem to be completely okay with that. There's not even any discussions of like, oh, well, now Hank's in medical debt or something like that. That's that's all out the window as though they somehow have universal health care or some shit, which, God, I wish we did right now. Um, but I'm so th- th- sorry. The point is that, I'd share mine if I could. I know. <laughs> I appreciate that. The point is that, like, they want to be like, oh, yeah, we're, like, cool because we're, like, against authority. But, like, authority in the show is always portrayed as, like, benign. Like, yeah. uh, otherwise harmless or, like, act- actively helpful. Yeah. They honestly, like, if they wanted to show that, like, the cops weren't doing anything and that's why they needed to step up and, like, take on these superhero roles, that would make more sense. Yeah, I... So, that specifically... um. So then, uh, Hank and Donnie are just, like, chilling at home. Again, not sure how they pay for it. Um, and then Donnie's like, ah, you know, I bet you got molested as a... (laughs) No, what he says is that Hank has this anger that he needs to work out. Like, he needs to work out this anger. Um, and there's a, there's a lot of ways in real life to, uh, to let out anger. You could do, like, an art thing. You could do, like, a music thing. You could, like, you know, take up, like, going for runs. You could take up, like, boxing and shit like that. and Yeah, he even mentions boxing. But then Donnie, Donnie, who is really the inciting person for this, just, just like, some real crazy shit. Just, like, the same thing with uh, Kick yeah. uh, us out of the school. Like, he brings up, like, how about you use that to beat up pedophiles? We just go out and find, like, sex offenders or pedophiles... 
yeah, if you're so mad at this guy who molested you when we were kids, let's just go beat up other pedophiles and bring them to justice because, see, they're not the justice system isn't doing anything, which leans toward what I was saying, where it's like, okay, the justice system isn't doing anything. So there needs to be like vigilantes to kind of step up. And I feel like if they had gone in a more positive route instead of just like making these guys seem fucking crazy, I kind of would been would have been more for it. But it's just like, oh, shoot, we're going to go do this thing, man. They're just stu- they're two stupid dude bros. And it pisses me off. Yeah. And it seems like the show is presenting this as like a viable solution to a problem. Yeah. And I don't agree with that. This show is a really weird perspective on uh, on superheroes. Um, it really does. And I'm like, it seems like a really watered down version of the boys. I don't know if you've seen any of that. Uh, No, I want to. Uh, I want to check that out at some point. I've seen little bits of it while one of my roommates was watching it. And um, it was actually really good because I feel like it's what Titans is trying to be. Yeah, I could believe that. Um, I want to note here because I I wrote this down that Donnie implies that Hank getting molested as a child uh, is what led to Hank getting a concussion. Yeah, that, and that I'm seems like, like a how rough was he? Like, I'm sorry, but how rough was he molesting you if you were getting concussions? Yeah, I don't. I don't. I think the implication is that getting molested made him want to get strong, so he would stop getting molested. And and he just kind of overdid a, a, it, I guess. Yeah, I, I guess. Um. So so there's one. I don't want to get too much into like pedophiles or defending pedophiles. Yeah, because like, we're not at all. No, um, in some other countries, pedophilia is treated as, like, a a mental illness thing. Like, if you hurt a child, like, it's, you get prosecuted. Specifically in the case of, uh, Titans, they bring up that the people that they had, um, that they were tracking down weren't in prison explicitly because they were just looking up photographs on their computer. Yeah. Um, outside of the coach. So, these are cases where, uh... You know, it's, you have to ask what you do with people like that, because it's like, do you just send them to jail? Because it's not going to make the pedophilia go away. Do you just, I, I'm against, like, generally speaking, I'm against executing people. Uh, so there's, there's a lot to be said for, like, um, what you do, uh, how much of it is preventative, like, ba- basically there's a, uh, an argument to be made in, uh, criminal justice about whether what you're doing is punishment or what you're doing is reformation. Like, do you want this person to come out on the other side of this as, like, a more functioning member of society? Or do you want them to, you know, suffer? Like, you, you kind of have to strike that balance when you make a, yeah, excuse me, make a criminal justice system. Like, that's sort of the balance that you want to be treading. Because if it's just all punishment, anyone who commits a crime is just going to get, you know, fucked over and then they potentially become criminals more because there's a revolving door when it comes to that type of thing. And as a result, you just have a large portion of the population, like in the United States, that are just permanently criminals. Yeah. Um, so in this case, uh, so that's one perspective on this where I'm like, I don't know. The way that this is framed is that they're angry that sex offenders are allowed to be on, on the street. Yeah. Um, but they know who the sex offenders excuse jesus i keep fucking fucking up talking today <laughs> same the sex offenders are in a registry that they can find online without like hacking into anything that's just public knowledge like all sex offenders are registered um so they decide to just go beat the shit out of some of them um now i don't know if that's gonna stop them from ever being pedophiles again i don't think so. I, I don't think so uh in the case of actual criminal proceedings the first guy that they beat up who is uh the first one that they film beating up at like the beginning of the episode which is such a weird opener yeah it's very odd to see dawn the original dove uh was donnie a black dude instead of a little white girl um so uh <laughs> 
they they beat up a guy who is accused of looking at child pornography on his computer i think it's mentioned at like a starbucks he was like at a public place looking at child porn which yeah seems not feasible uh, anyway that's dumb yeah, that's like come on dude yeah like that's that seems made up um so they decide because he's about to go to trial but he's gonna try to plead not guilty they decide to go beat the shit out of him and film it and tell him hey go plead guilty or we'll beat the shit out of you or kill you and that that would fuck up the whole trial yeah in legal proceedings any any confession that you give under duress i'm pretty goddamn sure is coercion and that is literally illegal and the whole trial would get thrown out so they may have just let that guy go free so they're completely fucking defeating the point they are, of what they're doing. Just, At least in in that case, and in presumably the other cases. Um, if they got to any other ones. I think that was the only one. Maybe that was the only one they got to before uh, Donnie died. Yeah, um, I, I think so. Because um, it's shown, because it like, later in the episode, like Don takes up like the same mantle that Donnie did. And I'm like, I just... <sighs> I just need to say I fucking hate Hank. I don't Donnie, whatever, his character's inconsistent. They're like, eh, he's yeah. gonna die anyway, it doesn't really matter. Um I'm like Ugh. Bad to have the black dude die, by the way. Also, not, not yeah, great. no. Come on, DC. Come the fuck on. Like, I don't the thing is, I'm like, I don't care what the fuck race you are. I don't care what I don't what your gender is, what you identify, I don't care. Are you happy? Great. Are you who you are? Cool. Great. Whatever. Doesn't really matter. Uh, like it matters, but you know what I mean. Um, yeah, it's just so insensitive. Yeah, it's really shitty. And I mean, like the other black representation in the show primarily has been Starfire, who is also not great because she is a murder sex monster. Yeah, exactly. It's like, well, she's a real. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, it's a it's a fucking mess for representation. Um, also that like. I believe Hank, from what I saw a little bit, is uh, important in the second season. So it feels like the show is going to be based all around, like, starring primarily these, like, super edgy, overly violent, sort of douchey white straight dudes. Yeah. Between, Hint, between Richie and Hank, and it's like, uh, this sucks. It's it's some shit, and I... It's, al it's also not what Teen Titans ever was. So, I mean, like, I guess if you go back to, like, Kid Flash, uh, Robin, and, uh, fucking, uh, fuck, Speedy, all just hitting on Wonder Girl, like, 24-7 in the original comics. That's kind of what it was, but they weren't edgy, they were just creepy, because it was the 60s, and, you know, writers didn't know how to talk to women. Do they? At Do all? they yet? That's the question. <laughs> writers, they still Titans. don't know how to talk to women. Have you seen this show? Titans, baby, Titans. <laughs> there's just so much rage oh god um so they're they're fucking up the criminal justice system by being vigilantes and i mean like okay there's a lot to be said for like you know you find a criminal and then you beat him up and then you turn him over to the police and that's like a huge problem for like batman where it's like we well, caught the guy like in his lair or whatever but i mean like usually as far as i'm aware most superheroes don't do preventative justice they don't like go I can sense that this person is going to commit a crime. I'm going to go beat the shit out of him like that one uh, Tom Cruise movie from, like, the 2000s. Oh, uh, I wouldn't know. I don't really watch Tom Cruise movies. I don't really like him. That's that's fair. <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about comic books. I'm pretty sure most, most superheroes don't do, like, I can sense this person is going to commit a crime. I'm going to go stop them before they do it. I mean... Pretty sure, anyway. Not really. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Um. So, like... I get that that's already a faux pas, but in the express cases, like, expressly these cases, where, um, it is explicitly said to us that this person is awaiting trial, beating the shit out of him before the trial is not going to help. No, um, it's not, and it's just kind of, it's, this show is poorly written, and it, I don't, a big issue that I take is that clearly the writers and the showrunners are not taking into consideration um, the justice system, and they're not doing their research. That's yeah. that's something that just this whole show I take issue with, 
is there's no research being done. There is no uh, thought, real deep thought being put into it. They have yeah. a huge property in their hands here, and they are just yanking it behind a fucking school, you know? Yeah, they're yanking it behind a school and bringing it into the weight room. Yep, that is <laughs> that is what they're doing to this show. Well, uh, well, uh, fucking, uh, what, what is it? Doom Patrol goes, I want to be in the weight room too, and Titans is like, no, <laughs> you have to go. <laughs> uh, anyway, child molestation jokes aside, um, I want to mention that, I don't know if this, this, uh, this episode just had less budget, because, like, there are two scenes with Dawn's mom. There is one where she's having, like, breakfast or dinner. She's having a meal with her and just talking about her shitty dad, who we never get to see. Yeah. And this only comes in, like, maybe a third, maybe half of the way through. Also, quick note, why is her mother British? And why isn't yeah. she? Yeah, that's a good question. I guess to explain why her parents are very far away. Why her family is far away. Yeah, but... I mean, we know why her mom's far away. She's fucking dead. I mean, you know. Um. So, so I want to mention... Uh, another thing. Um, so let, let's talk about Don's mom, who's in an abusive relationship, who has a daughter who is acting out. That being Don's little sister, who I can't remember the name of. Um, I don't remember. Don's little sister is never seen, and her father is abusive. Yep. Um, the way that they deal with Don's mom, who didn't ever matter before this episode same with donnie neither of them mattered before this episode neither of them were even really mentioned yeah they didn't exist um i feel like we'd go back to episode two or we could go back to episode two watch it and then see some continuity errors with hank and don discussing their parents or family and seeing like that they fucked up mentioning something it doesn't matter though um what what comes to mind specifically for that is Donnie dying feels like a foregone conclusion because it's like it's inevitable because clearly he gets replaced by Don. Um, so the car killing Donnie, I'm like, that is a terrible way to do it because it happens as abruptly as I've explained it. Yeah. Hank and Don meet, and within five minutes, or not even five minutes, within about I want to say a minute and a half, a car shows up and kills, super coincidentally, Donnie and Don's mom at the same time. Honestly, the reason for that is so that they can be in the same grief counseling group. Yeah, even though they could just be in the same grief counseling group because they're in the same city. Yeah. Like, there's a million, there's a million ways to write this. Also, having the juxtaposition between, like, Don's shitty childhood and Hank's would have been potentially better to sort of contrast them as people. Her being a ballet dancer feels like fucking out of nowhere. It's just sort of a thing that she does. It doesn't really matter. I think it's just to be like, well, she's agile, therefore yeah, she'll like be a good fucking superhero. I don't fucking know. Yeah, she um she's pretty like whatever. Like it doesn't matter what's going on in her life. It's all just sort of background for sort of Hank's story and her meeting Hank. A more competent story, I think, would have been Donnie, I don't know, getting blasted away by like a pedophile with a gun. Um just because, you know, if you keep beating up pedophiles, one of them might have a weapon. Uh, that that would have been better. Yeah. I honestly think it would have been nice to have some consequence to their actions. Yes, I agree. And, like, Donnie getting blasted away by, like, a pedophile with a gun. Or, uh, or Don's mom getting, like, killed by Don's dad. Like, just an abusive relationship that went too far. Like, that would have been better. Like, just, it would have taken more time to explain, but, like, that would have felt more connected with, like, how they are as people. Yeah. Also, like, Dawn doesn't seem to have a specific view of Hank. I mean, like, actually, huge fucking red flag. Hank is, like, kind of shitty and, like, suspicious of Rachel when he first meets her, too. Yeah. Does she not see how that would be, like, her dad? Because she mentions that her dad is, like, a real fucking abusive, like, selfish dickhead. Problem When you're that abused, it takes many, many years to even notice. Why are we rooting for, like, this pseudo-abusive relationship? We're not. Because it's, like, it's all, it's all rom-com-y for, like, the, I want to say, like, the, uh, the halfway mark to the 75% mark in the video because like they they meet in grief counseling and then they're like going on a date and they're like making popcorn or they were actually like 
it sucks because we know how shitty their relationship is and how shitty these people actually are. It sucks because that was, like, the best written part of the episode was when they were, like, getting to know each other and kind of bonding over things and, like... That was really genuine, and it was like, this is the who wrote this? This is the best written shit out of this entire show, and then they shot on it. And we knew yeah, it was uh, going to go go wrong. It was all going to be ham-fisted, but it was just like, it, I, I will say, I'm like, okay, cool. I'll take the small amount of well-written content I can get. <laughs> that's true. I wrote down that you really wanted the ice cream with wine that they were having. I did, because that at the time I was like, "That sounds fucking delicious." Um, so one thing outside of the uh, obvious way that Hank is with Rachel that doesn't inspire confidence, and again, sort of draws parallels between Hank and Don's dad, which is shitty. Um, we gotta hammer home that through this whole rom com sequence and through this whole episode, we know that somewhere between Don becoming a superhero like Dove. Which, she's not really a superhero. She just throws on a costume and then slashes people's throats. Um, She bangs Richie Grayson. She's in a sexual relationship with Richie Grayson. So, like, this whole thing is sort of tossed out there by, like, yeah, either she cheats on Hank or she just breaks up with him for a while, but then bangs Richie and then goes back. Yeah, I have no idea. Because originally it seemed like she was just dating Richie before um she had started seeing hank like before she had really met hank like that's what it seemed like yeah it seemed like they were like together and it was a thing but like now yeah it's really unclear yeah and it it makes dawn seem worse and it makes hank seem worse it makes both of them look bad this whole sequence like feel less meaningful because it's like yeah they broke up and then she banged richie for whatever reason, and then they got back together. Just kind of makes um, her look like a whore. I don't. Uh, yeah, it's very, it's very confusing. Like I don't, I don't want to diss people who like. Uh, again, Hank is shitty enough that it's like, yeah, if you told me she left him at some point because he's just shitty, I'd be like, that's fair. But don't have us root for Hank, then that's weird. Yeah, don't try to make us root for him, which I'm not at all. Okay, so uh, one thing that's really important um, is. As I said before, Dawn sort of finds out that he was molested as a child, that Hank was molested as a child. And then she goes to uh, accuse Hank, which actually, real quick parallel, uh, if our theory is right that Batman's a fucking child molester and molested Richie, just just the, the pieces are lining up oh, so no. nicely for this show. <laughs> just creepy older men uh, molesting our angsty, terrible leads. Um so she goes to his house and then she's like confess that you did it and then he's like no i'm not gonna do that fuck off then she comes in and tries to force him to and then he pulls out a gun yeah and then they start fighting and then it shows uh richie and or not richie i'm fucking losing my mind i mean shows hank hank shows up and they start beating him again presumably to death so i think this show lands on the idea that killing people is okay i think this is the episode that shows that yeah because like I, I don't know what anyone feels about, you know, the death penalty or whatever. Obviously, this guy should have been brought to justice. I don't know if breaking into his house and beating him to death is, like... A good idea? Yeah, that... that there's a lot... There's a lot to unpack here. There's a lot There's a lot going on here. Like, this is just personal... This is revenge. It's more than what this is. Like, there there is a delineation between this is revenge and this is justice. Yeah. And I mean, like... This show is really weird about sort of what the value of that is, because it's like, yeah, we're gonna just fuck some shit up. And the, in this case, uh, they clearly show that, like, yeah, they they probably beat that dude to death in the same way that Jason Lee killed those cops. So it's like, yeah, I don't know if I'm supposed to feel ambivalent about the superheroes in the show, but as a result um, of that ambivalence, because I don't feel like there's anyone who's like, yeah, you should try to kill, you should try to avoid killing and then try to turn the people over to the cops. I have not seen one character in this show ever even suggest, like, as a superhero, turning people over to the cops. No, they haven't. And it's almost hilarious that Richie was a cop. Yeah. And it's just like, 
people. <laughs> Usually, like, Batman, in the cartoons at least, and in the movies, I think, for the most part, if he, like, beat up some villains, he'd, like, leave them tied up and then the, so the police could arrest yeah, them. Yeah, no, he would leave them for the police. Same with Superman, same with fucking... In the Teen Titans cartoon, like, they'd beat up a villain and then they'd, you know, tie him up and give him to the police. Because um, it's not their fucking place. Yeah, in this show, uh, we can go back to episode one when Richie beats up that fake cop, like the one who takes Rachel to the cult guy. Yeah. Uh, he just leaves him there. He, he knocks him unconscious and fucking leaves him there. Uh, doesn't arrest him, doesn't call the police, anything. He just fucking leaves him there. Uh, he might be dead, he may have escaped, we don't know. Uh, episode two. Well, obviously, there's, like, the nuclear family fucking shit up. And then he never really follows up on his partner being killed. Richie doesn't. He sure doesn't. Um, episode three, Richie barely cares that the nuns have exploded because of Rachel's powers. Does like, anyone he, he really sees care, them being wheeled out. Huh? So do any of us really care, though? I mean, a little bit. Like, they, they clearly were trying. The only flaw in their plan was the mirror, unfortunately. Um... Like, I'm not saying that that was the right decision, but, like, it wasn't a bad decision outside of the mirror. No, it wasn't. Like, known. they honestly had a, had the right idea, almost. And I mean, like, if Richie were a more compassionate human being, like, as a superhero kind of should be, maybe a little bit of concern that all of these old ladies just fucking exploded. <laughs> and yeah. then episode four, like... They, they only go to the police to ask who saw Rachel, and then instead of, like, really trying to you know, talk with the police a little bit more about Rachel. They then track down the hunter so that Richie can beat him within an inch of his life. And that fucking... Ah, fuck. It's a show, man. This is yeah. a show. Yeah, and then they just tie up... They tie up the nuclear family. They never even think of calling the police before their heads explode. They really didn't. They just kind of... They just kind of go at they're it. They're like, cool... And again, episode seven, they they blow up that whole fucking cult of Trigon facility. They just kill everyone. Yeah, inside. they literally left no evidence. It's like, how did this help you here? <laughs> this it's it's like a fucking lawless wasteland in Titans. It's 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 insane. It's legitimately insane. Like I I have mixed feelings about the police, but they don't even show the police to be bad in this show. They they are arguably helpful most of the time whenever they're approached, but they just. They just kill people. They're just interested in killing people and obliterating everyone who, you know, gets in their way. Yeah. Yeah. Like, again, I want to I wanna emphasize, I'm... I am not super pro-cop or authority or government or whatever, but, like... I don't know, man. Going around murdering people doesn't seem like the best way to like deal with the situation. It's not, and it's not going to help this at all. It's not going to change the world of Titans or anything. I mean, the world of Titans is a messy mess, mess. But Hell, yeah, yeah. And there's no detective work either. Like, there's none. It, and wasn't Richie a fucking detective? Yeah, he was a detective on the police force. He blows up that facility and goes, "Case closed. It's probably fine." <laughs> Honestly, yeah. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ in a fucking handbasket. I'm so mad. Yeah, it's so dumb. Also, I don't know why Rachel would reach out to Dawn and Hank when Dawn was in a coma and Hank is like a drunk and they're also states away and she says to get Jason taught. She could just call Jason. Honestly, yeah. No, why doesn't she just fucking call <laughs> Does Jason? Does she even need them? She, they don't need them. Also, why didn't he just call? Why didn't she just call Richie? He's like on the way. <laughs> you know? yeah. Why was her first got? Why was her first thought? I need to reach out to two people I have not spoken to in weeks to talk to someone who I barely so spoke to, who they also don't really know. I thought right, call the fucking Doom Patrol. Yeah, honestly, like I get that one of them tried to experiment on you, but fuck. Yeah, yeah, but you like all the other ones. Yeah, exactly, and like uh, they're none of them are in Garfield, a coma, so they're going to help you. None of them are in a fucking coma. <laughs> like, you could just call Jason. It's not like he's, like, fucking Magneto where he's wearing, like, a psychic blocking helmet. No, exactly. Or just fucking, fucking call Richie. He's, like, right on the fucking way. This, this is a very convoluted way to, like, get them back in the story. 
I mean, it is. But what else is new? I, yeah, I don't. I guess they just really wanted H- Hank and Dove. Hank and Dove. Honk. <laughs> honk and Dove. <laughs> honk. Honk. I'm going to start calling him Honk. Honk the Chonk. Honk the Chonk. That's his new name now. Yep. That's, that's canon. Honk the Chonk. <laughs> that's canon. Jesus. Honk the Chonk and Dove Shampoo. Or Dove Soap. Whatever. I mean... I'm tired of this. I'm tired of this fucking show, man. So, yeah, basically... <laughs> Where where do we even leave off talking about this fucking show? Where, where do we leave off? I guess killing is okay. Execute your enemies. <laughs> Titans. That should be the slogan. Execute your enemies. Kill them all. Uh, and when, whenever whenever you've killed enough people, you can go, all right, I'm done. We're good. Everything's taken care of. I don't have to do any follow-up. Cool. Done. Got it. If you suspect someone you know of being a child molester, don't call the police. Just beat the living just shit out of them. Just go into their just, house just and fucking beat them up. Just wait and, and film it. Make sure to film it for the potential of somebody else finding it. Because the police, the news reports on it, meaning that trial got thrown out. Yeah. yeah. So that guy probably is going to keep being a child molester. He's just going to move. He's just going to leave. move further away. Yeah, exactly. I, I like. I know. Fuck. I know. <laughs> I feel. I feel like in most episodes, like I, I usually hit a point of like, all right, we hit like a midpoint where I'm mad, and then like we sort of slow down, and then we're like, all right, and in the next episode, I don't fucking have anything. I don't even think there was a next episode preview. It's just, what a, what a fucking stupid episode. Yeah, it's honestly so needless, and I'm not for it. Would you say this is the worst episode? Honestly, yeah, I think so. Simply because it doesn't need to be there at all. Yeah, I, I'm i really torn because I think the torture episode was pretty bad. Because um, that, that also was just nonsense. Yeah, most of this show is, though, so it's like almost excusable nonsense, if that makes sense. I get, I guess so, yeah. I, the last episode also made me angry because it was Richie going, all right, we blew up the lab. We're done. We're good. There's none of them left. Yeah. Oh. But I mean, like, that's also true of, like, the the flesh melter guy. It's like the flesh melter guy gets away. Remember, like, the acid guy from episode six? Oh, yeah. I forgot about him. He got, he got away, and then Richie just sent his, you know, his buddy Atlas home. He left the city after that. There's nothing stopping that acid guy from just, like, melting him once he leaves. I forgot about that guy, honestly. Yeah, this show, this show doesn't follow up on fucking anything. It's also just ridiculously forgettable in every asset. Like, I, I was telling Brad before we started recording this episode that while I was getting ready, I couldn't remember what this episode was about. For the fucking life <laughs> oh, yeah. of me. I was like, what, what happened? What, what episode? episode? And then I had like an aha moment of ah, right. There's not a lot that actually happens in this episode. No, there's it's really not. Like you can sort of examining the contents of it and how terrible it is. Yeah, you you can honestly skip this episode. Yeah, you don't you don't need it. Nothing happens that you that you need to know about. Like, kind of need to know that Raven's contacting them, but even then. They'll probably just say that she contacted them whenever they show yeah, up. Yeah, honestly, we'll get a previously on, and then that'll kind of wrap it up. Yeah. I, um... We got two more episodes, I think, right? Two more? Yeah, because th- there's 11 episodes. Right. Um. So the next one is uh, Starfire, right? Yeah, it's Coriander. Yeah. Um. Which is, you know, her... It's a great Tamaranian spice. name. Or her Sumerian name. Whatever. If they don't even make her an alien, I'm gonna laugh. I don't even... I mean, she's in a spaceship in the flashback. So... Yeah, but what if, she, what if she's not an alien? I'm gonna laugh so hard if she's not even an alien. God, this show. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a show, bird. It's a she's, show. She's... Then are they gonna have to, like, fight her for an episode? Probably. I think try... I think Trigon's gonna pop up. Do you think? Do you think Starfire's gonna accidentally summon Trigon? What if she is Trigon? <laughs> oh God! 
God, Jesus. It's just dumb enough to happen. That's true. Anything is on the table. That's that's one one thing in Titan's Court. Anything is possible, so it doesn't matter. Does it not fit in with continuity? Who knows? Does maybe, it matter? Richie... Not really. No. Maybe maybe Tiger Boy has two dicks. Who knows? Who knows? Find out next time on. Yeah, find out next time on Titans. Uh, all right. Uh, any final thoughts? Uh, this episode was garbage, and I wish I'd been more drunk. This episode is garbage, and you wish you'd been more drunk. Okay. I wasn't even uh, drunk, I so I just wish I'd been drunk for this episode. Fair enough. You could get like slammed as a celebration after the last episode. Oh, of I one. should tell your girlfriend we're gonna have a party afterwards. I'm sure she'll be excited by that. Exactly. Um, so my my final note is killing your enemies is good. Uh, <laughs> don't hesitate to beat the shit out of people that you uh, think did bad things, even if you don't have all the evidence. Yep. Um, definitely don't ask for help. Uh, be emotionally unavailable at all times. Um, get out your feelings by drinking. And, uh, of course... Um, if you experience any medical injuries of any kind, don't seek any further help. Just keep rushing into the same thing that got you there in the first place, and you will probably be fine. You'll be you'll be totally fine. Totally yeah. fine. Okay. Uh, I think that's the end of the episode, everybody. Yeah, uh, I think that's I'm all we've gotten right now, us. Um, I don't know if it's still going to be going whenever we release this, but right now we have a Patreon. We do. Talk about that. We do have a Patreon. Uh, if you give $1... Um, we'll say your name. We'll uh, thank you in the credits for every episode from that point forward, and then we'll say your name in the episode as a personal thank you. Uh, for right now, this is probably going to go up to $10 at some point soon, but uh, $5 you can make us, me and Hayden, watch whatever movie you like out of a list of, like, five movies, so, like, uh, that way you can't just give us one option in case, you know, neither of us have access to it or something. Yeah. And then we will have to record at least a half an hour about it. Yeah, we'll talk about our thoughts. And I'm like, I think that's fun because I love watching movies. We like watching movies together because we critique everything. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, like, if you want to do that, just go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Titanomachy, I'm pretty sure. Yep. Uh, and then you can donate there. One dollar, five dollars. The link way, will also you. be in the good. episode descriptions, whether it's on iTunes or Podbean. Yes. So we'll do that. Um, we'll we'll post that on the previous episodes as well, just for consistency's sake. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, Patreon. Uh, I think that's it. Yeah, I think, I think that about wraps it up. Hmm? I said. I said. I think that about wraps it up. Yeah. Do you have anything to plug? Mm, not really. I'm not really working on anything right now. I have the. Uh, updated Percy Jackson audio drama coming out fairly soon by fairly soon I mean probably before this episode goes out because I finally have new assets and they're very pretty there you go uh follow me on twitch because I'm trying to stream a lot more over on twitch.tv slash voice and uh I stream random things I just chit chat with people I'm usually wearing a ridiculous amount of makeup just because it's fun and uh yeah if you're a fan of my voiceover work, hit me up on Twitter at HeyBellVoice over on there as well and talk to me, ask me questions, send me dumb gifts. I just, the more trash you send me, the better. I'm a trash panda and I love a good dad joke. What about you, Bird? Indeed. I am uh, at anime underscore brother on Twitter. You can find some of my writing work on Rightly So. Uh, there's some video essays on there. One of them is about Bleach. One of them is about Digimon. Um, I'm also a voice actor, so if you want to bother me on Twitter with, uh, you know, critiques of my work, uh, telling me I'm an asshole, talking to me about how much you love Titans and how I can eat shit and die, uh, you can tell me that there, or you could give me work, either way is fine. I also accept nice things. Um, uh... I will probably be working on getting some more videos and stuff out soon. Uh, I just finished the monstrous isekai article that i've been working on for a while that uh oh you finished it that, yeah 240 pages holy shit i don't have that kind of time but i salute you for doing it 
Uh, so look forward to that coming out. It's going to be posted in segments. Uh, it's basically a book all about how uh, shitty Isekai sort of rose up, especially because of Sword Art Online, but there were a lot of elements that sort of brought it to where it is now. Damn. Because, you know, there's always been sort of a fair degree of sexism, wish fulfillment, uh, power fantasy, sex fantasy type shit in fiction, and that just exploded in Isekai, and it has gotten worse and mutated, and there's an anime now that uh, you might like, but I want you to note that in Shield Hero, the main character has a slave who loves being a slave, who he raises as a child, and then, like, psychologically forces her into killing for him. And then she grows up to be 18 years old within a week and falls in love with him and loves being his slave. Yeah, it's a... Slave. It's a fucking slave. He's also, like, accused of rape. And it's... Yeah. That show... There's a lot of really good elements to the show that I... uh, There's a lot that I like about S.H.I.E.L.D. Hero. But also, there's a lot of problems. It It is a nightmare if you like women. If you like women in general, it is a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, because there, there's a lot of... If you want to talk about Titans and sexual representation, uh, Shield Hero is a lot of... If you have sex, you're evil. If you don't have sex, but like you know, you're kind of childlike and innocent and a slave or daughter to the main character, you're good. You're, you're, you're good. a fine woman. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. All right, that's it. All right, and that's where we're ending this episode. All right, thanks, everybody. Have a good COVID. (laughs) Stay inside, wash your hands, take a shower, please. Wipe down your counters and eat something healthy. Eat some fucking vegetables, whether they are steamed or just put some good veggies in you, please. Because that's honestly, staying healthy and looking after yourself is the best way we're going to get through this right now. So, yeah, be safe. Keep listening to the podcast, hang out with us, and tweet at us what you think about the show. So, yep, listen to the podcast on loop. Uh, never take in any other information whatsoever. This is the only way you can be safe. Otherwise, you will get <laughs> infected by other podcasts. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. <laughs> the Titan, the official Titans podcast will give you coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. All right. Bye, everybody. Okay, bye. <laughs>